Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Out Leadership Podcast. So excited for episode one, talking about uh, jumping right out of the box and talking about a leadership topic that is just so crucial right now, not only in leadership, but just in our everyday uh, world right now. I'm excited before we get started to uh, uh, welcome uh, somebody that's near and dear to me that's going to be uh, sitting on the podcast with me tonight and talking a little bit, celebrating 20 years in the gospel ministry this year. He has worked for two number one best-selling authors and speakers, having promoted their conferences and principles in the area of business development and leadership. He has served as a lead pastor for two churches and just completed interim number nine, a heart for winning the lost to Christ. Not perfect by any stretch, but chasing after the one who is. Please join me in welcoming Mike Turner. Tonight to the podcast. Welcome, Mike. How are you? Hey, doing great, Chad. How about you, buddy? I'm doing good. I failed to let anybody know who I am. I hope you know who I am. I'm, I'm yeah. Ted Turner. And obviously, if you haven't known that, Mike is my brother. So I'm super excited to be yeah. hanging out tonight with him and talking yeah. about this leadership talking topic of burnout. But before we do yeah. that, Mike, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. So, um, so Ted, I'm celebrating, as you said a moment ago, this is my 20th year in ministry. And as I like to tell people that I'm, I'm really just getting started, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of just putting my feet in the water. Um, I've always said in ministry that I've been in over my head from day one. And that's a true statement because um, it's a bigger it's a much bigger undertaking that any one person really can can tackle. But the Lord can supernaturally enable us to do it. So I'm so thankful that God called me into the ministry and I'm thankful that I took the time to discern that so that when the going got tough, I could I could uh, not get going, but I could stay in and, and really make a difference in people's lives. So that's cool. That's going on right now. The, my, my most recent um, assignment, I'm now the, uh, the chaplain for the Auburn University swim and dive team. And it's probably the coolest mm -hmm. assignment I've ever had in ministry. Um, I love uh, 20 years ago, uh, God gave me a mission statement for youngeagle.org that said, um, encouraging young leaders to impact the world today. And so I'm just now getting, getting able, having the, the opportunity to unpack that vision uh, by mentoring these young people. So very exciting times for me. I appreciate it. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. Um, I will say it on here. Obviously, we have different teams we root for but i am uh, yeah. i will say it tonight war eagle uh, I had yeah. The, yeah i had the opportunity to hang out with mike uh last weekend around the auburn campus great people man yeah. student athletes in division one right now are just they do a lot man and they're going through yeah. some of the stuff we're going to talk about right now we're going to hit on it but, yeah but i'm um, yeah, super sure. excited to have you we're going to have some fun tonight talking about this but we're not talking about a fun topic in leadership so burnout True. like what is yeah. burnout? If you go to if you go and you Google it right now, yeah. um, I just wanted to Google like what does Google say? Or as we say, mm -hmm. you know, if you go ask Siri or you go ask Alexa, yeah. like what is she going to say? Burnout <laughs> looks like my Siri might come on right now by accident. What is burnout? Burnout's a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped. It's a result yeah. of excessive and prolonged big word emotional, physical, mm -hmm. and mental stress. In mm -hmm. many cases, burnout is related to one's job. Burnout yeah. happens when you are overwhelmed emotionally, drained, and unable yeah. to keep up with life's uh, incessant demands. So the big words yeah. I'm hearing is emotional, physical, mental, yeah. um, overwhelmed emotionally, um, drained yeah. demands. That's, those are just heavy words. And, and yeah. Mike, as yeah. you, um, obviously being the chaplain, this is your first, I would even say few months, just kind of yeah. getting kind of getting going and you're, you're dealing with student athletes, um, yeah. young leaders, because obviously you look at athletes on a campus and you go, man, you know, especially in the terms of a division one campus, athletes are kind of just automatically kind of crowned leaders already. Right. So they're coming yeah. on campus as freshmen. They're coming back as juniors right. and seniors and they're leaders. What does that That's look right. like? What, like what is burnout right now looking like to student athletes right now? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I saw a TikTok recently posted by one of our athletes, and it's that kind of a day in the life short video, you know, and the thing lasted less than about 15 seconds, and it was literally him bouncing on his bed and off of it, <laughs> you know, probably at about 5 a.m. in the morning. And so uh, the schedules are wall to wall. You have um, uh, most of our athletes go to wellness, which uh, is, you know, you know, dietary science, which feeds them all the nutrition they need throughout the day to produce uh, the kind of energy they need to get the job done. 
<laughs> they go to weight training and then of course they have their practice workouts. And then of course, um, along with that, you have, you know, a college education that you're here to get. Um, mm -hmm. and so you put all those things together and it is a jam packed schedule. And most of the students that I talk with, and even just people along the way in my experience in ministry, the one thing that always sticks out that's a common denominator is they all have this propensity to be anxious. They have a, an anxiety trigger in their life. And, you know, when you were when you were going through a moment ago, really kind of how Google defines. I love that uh, that defines burnout. You know, I, I was tacking on the words that, that you were tracking with their emotional, you know, physical, mental, overwhelmed, right? Demands, all these mm -hmm. things that I hear that let's face it, Ted, contradict really our Christian walk and our value, yeah. which is to walk by faith and not by the things that we see. Right. And right. Um, so, so really it can be, you know, the bright shiny object always has our attention and it's very distracting and there's a lot of things going on. And, and that just tends to take us out of what God's will or our purpose for our own lives can be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the discouragement comes in. And so yeah. I think that's why so many people really experience what we're talking about really all the time. Yeah, I, to I totally agree. And, and, you know, you look at, you know, you look at college athletes, but you also look at just, you know, people that are that are leading in ministry, people that are leading in the workplace daily, whether it be in the food industry, in the uh, I mean, whether you're a lawyer, an attorney and, and most of that yeah. day looks like you're, you're kind of leading yourself more and preparing yourself more. Uh, right. And then and then also into school teachers and, and college professors. And it just That's the list right. goes on. If I didn't name it, it's not that it's important, but it just goes That's to right. show that burnout is in all of that. And even it as is. you lead, but also as you as you're trying to learn to lead and follow yourself yeah. and young people right now, they're experiencing burnout and the number one cause right now. And you said anxiety. But the, the, the crazy thing is, is some of them aren't sharing these things with us. And it, it's scary. That's right. It's very scary. Yeah. And so it's it a very important it topic. Yeah. yeah, it is. And, you know, in my business experience as well, um, one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, all the outside factors that have taken place, you know, with the. Uh, uh, of course, the, the COVID event that took place worldwide, mm -hmm. and then you had the aftermath of all the supply chain issues and just different things that created uh, stress really all the way up or down the chain, whichever way you mm -hmm. want to look at it. Mm -hmm. And, and if, and if it's affected every business, every employee, every department, if you could possibly imagine. And so, you know, the, for, for example, um, you know, uh, people at different levels, not necessarily a business owner, but employees at all different levels, they all get affected by it because, because it's sort of, of a trickle down stress factor. Mm -hmm. And it somehow lands at everybody's doorstep at some point in time. You're, you're going to experience it. And so we do well to prepare ourselves for it. So I'm excited to be talking about this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. Uh, let's, let's dive in causes yeah. of burnout and leadership. And these are just things that as I did a little research, I'm like, what are some things that really jump out? Number one, yeah. it, not necessarily in any order. But uh, schedule, so so schedule. Leaders sometimes feel like they are overwhelmed with their schedule. And as they lead themselves and try and lead others, your schedule can become a mountain that starts yes. to become something you just dread. And so schedules, yeah. like like yeah. we all have schedules and we, all, we yeah. all have things. And it's like, and believe me, we're going to probably get in later on about how we can how we can do things to prevent burnout. And, and, yep. some, and scheduling, scheduling actually can prevent burnout, but also... Does your like it's like what are you scheduling type thing? So, right. Um, so, yeah. so that's the biggest thing is like who gets your time type thing. That's right. Um, that's I know right. that sounds selfish, but you know it's it's not selfish when you're trying to create a, a you know a cause and effect when burnout's happening. Like it's not it's not selfish because nobody nobody's going to worry about you. Like sure, and that's so, right. Absolutely. Uh, so so second thing is timelines. As a leader, uh, goals and ways to reach them are an extreme driving force to your organization succeeding. So obviously timelines have to be met. That's um, right. I, I heard something uh, today on a podcast that was talking about timing in timelines. And I was like, that's, that's, weird. that's, that's <laughs> unheard of. It's like yeah. the, the wrong time to do it, but the right decision, the right yeah. decision at the right time, the wrong decision at the wrong time, yeah. the wrong time, but the right decision. I was like, yeah. that's, uh, that's a whole nother podcast, but it, timelines yeah. are so crucial. But even yeah. in timelines as a leader, like you, you have to, you have to have them, but how they affect sure. burnout and then decision-making sure. is number three. Decision-making can be, can, can create burnout. Uh, sometimes we tend to take all of the, the responsibilities on ourselves. We yes. can't do everything. Delegating, yes. 
developing and leading others to help make decisive and important decisions. It's crucial. Yes. Um, yes. Number four is worrying. Uh, this is probably one of the biggest reasons professionally and personally leaders experience burnout is worry. Um, yeah. And then number five, workload. Leaders tend sometimes to create burnout by over committing to things, right? Even at yes. times taking on things and projects for others, right? We're trying to pick up the slack. We're leaders, That's right? right. That's right. Pick up the slack. That's, but, but, exactly. but are we, but are we developing others so right. that we don't create that burnout for ourselves? Are we, or are we giving them the why? So schedule right. timelines, decision, decisions, decision making, sorry, worrying, yep. workload. What jumps out to you right there, Mike? Like what, what yeah. which one of those jump right out to you? You know, um, I tell you what, when I look at schedule, it's kind of funny. I, I sort of laugh at that. and I shouldn't probably speak up here, but I'm going to because I'm a human being and so I, I'm not perfect either. I'm telling you. But, you know, I have learned that there are certain things that I schedule and I like to leave the remainder. I sort of like to let it sort of organically play out mm -hmm. however it will. Um, you know, there's certain things you have to calendar. Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. you have meetings, you know, key key meetings and, and you have other people that are making commitments of time. And obviously you want to honor those. Uh, but there are some things that you just really don't need to crowd a calendar with. I think you can become a calendar junkie if you just literally schedule everything. You know, some sometimes I see husbands and wives, you know, they're literally calendaring time together. Yeah. I mean, and I think that mm -hmm. can get a little bit extreme, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's like you said, you got to pr prioritize the things that, you know, you are going to schedule. Uh, so that it doesn't become a mountain that you have to climb and you have all these commitments and you have all your your personal time mixed into that and, and you're not able to sort of pull away and divide work from personal life and i think that's so important in life mm -hmm. uh to, to separate those two because we all have to have a life i mean god does not mm -hmm. want us working you know, obviously 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I know that's a little bit of an extreme exaggeration, but mm -hmm. uh, you understand what I mean. Um, yeah. So scheduling really sticks out to me. And the, the other one I, I like, all, all of them are so uh, true, but but worrying is one of the mm -hmm. ones I experienced through other people. And one of the ones that I have struggled with probably the most. And, you know, a lot of times people say, man, well, you're a pastor, you know, you're supposed to have great faith. And, <laughs> you know, I like, I like to think that I trust the Lord for, I mean, everything, literally. Right. I, yeah. I pray about, I certainly pray about everything, but I also have this tendency to still allow worry. Worry is kind of one of those things that just sort of creeps in. It's not a big monster, you know, it just sort of, just sort of creeps in little by little yeah. and you just keep, yeah. keeps it on, on your mind. And, and after a while that can take a real mental toll on you. So those two really are, yeah. they're, they're big struggles for me. Yeah. It's funny. You said that about worrying because you, I think you, you, you kind of categorize it as something that was just kind of just. It may even surprise you type thing sometimes right. how much you worry, you know, yeah. and, and when we look at burnout, we look in our daily lives as, a, as leaders, because um, this is a leadership podcast in the, the day and what and, and the ways that we can learn to deal with it better and even help right. lead others not to experience yeah. burnout in their daily lives. Yeah, you know, that's what it looks like, Mike. It's a blinking yeah. light on your yes. dashboard. And we, and we yes. all know, I mean, that's our that's oh, the yeah. one thing, man, whether you're going in. That's another that's probably number six. Is your yeah. blinking light on your dashboard? True, <laughs> what can not be, what can it, create burnout because it's like it's true. It's yeah. like a it's like a constant reminder that yeah. you need to think about this negative thing. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. like this constant the, the the blinking light is says, "Hey, you need to be concerned about this," and mm -hmm. it can be a trap because we're of course leaders are responsible, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we we want to make sure we stay on top of our game, and so sometimes we get we fail we fall for the trick that worrying about it or pre getting our minds preoccupied with it will help solve the problem or help us get better at what we're looking mm -hmm. to accomplish. When yeah. really the, the conversely that that's really not what we need to do. What we need to mm -hmm. do is we need to lean in, you know, on how we actually, you know, set things up and how we mm -hmm. go about, like you said, delegating to other people, yeah. for example, scheduling our own time, and then just understand that we can't control everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the main thing is just understanding that we do not control everything. There's some things yeah. that are just, you're not going to be able to make go exactly the way you want them to. Mm -hmm. And I think striving for perfection can be a trap as well. That, that gets yeah. a lot of people into the worry zone, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you know, the thing is that the thing is so scary, Mike is, is what does the blinking light always resemble? I hate to say this. It doesn't, the blinking, like the blinking check engine light is what we're talking yeah. about. We're not talking about yeah. change oil. We're not talking right. about change your washer fluid. Those are yeah, other man. topics that right. we'll talk about. The blinking light on the dashboard is like 
your oil is way past due. Your right. you know, your your yeah. your windshield wiper fluid is leaking into your oil, which is leak like yes. this is there that is major problems. And when you see that light, what you don't want to do, and I think you're saying this is we don't want to get to the point where we depend on seeing that light to then right. go, we're burned out. We need to figure it out. No, right. It's done. Yeah. You've hit it. Right. You've landed it. Yeah. No, exactly. Because we shut down. A lot of times we were just completely shut down. I know. I mean, I had this happen to me. If you don't mind me telling this kind of quick story. So um, I was uh, studying for a state exam, state of Alabama. I'm a licensed insurance agent just for some different business activity that I do. I needed to carry a license. This has been about three years ago now. And I'm driving to the uh, the proctor's office to take the state exam in Montgomery, Alabama. It's about a 45 minute drive from my house. I'm driving down the interstate and all of a sudden my check engine light literally did come on and mm -hmm. I was driving, I was driving a Volkswagen at the time. It was a leased vehicle. So I called the dealership and the dealership literally told me over the cell phone, you need to pull over right now, Mr. Turner, because you're, you're in danger of continuing right. to drive that car. Right. And so, you know, it, it, obviously we get concerned about a check engine light. I know we're kind of joking about it tonight, yeah. but it can, it can cause fear. It can yeah. take you completely off your task. And that's mm -hmm. what burnout will do to you. If you yeah. allow it, it will sneak up on you and you will shut down and yeah. it will do more harm than, than it needs to. That's right. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then if you look at the, the total package, it's like, depending on what we do, whether we're right. obviously, you know, you've been in ministry, Mike, I work in the, in the, um, in the food industry, obviously, but, but lead yeah. tons of leaders on a daily basis, but also sure. just leading yourself, leading others, watching people, watching yeah. athletes lead themselves. So by that time, yeah, you can get discouraged. And what you don't want to happen is, is you don't want to use the excuse that, well, I'm burning out. This is too much. This is a challenge on me. So yeah. I don't choose to be an athlete anymore. I don't, I don't yeah. choose to do ministry anymore. I don't choose to. Right. And now we're just chasing to be like, well, what's, what's not going to burn me out. And it's like, yeah. Um, it's not that it has nothing to do with what is, you know, it's not chasing yeah. you. It's, it's yeah. you giving those boundaries, guardrails to what yeah. is a healthy balance of yeah. if you can get it in, let's go back really quick. Can you, can yeah. you get your schedule healthy? Can you get yeah. your timelines? Are they healthy yeah. timelines? Are you, yeah. are you giving, are you accepting these timelines? Because let's just be honest. If you have a, I hate the word boss, but if you have a leader that you work for or you work right. with and they're like here's the timeline it's it's okay to look and go okay i know that we need to get this done but right like, let's just be honest like if we don't have to get it done then how right. are, how are we going to be in a healthy situation as human beings and the business or the ministry or the you know plug anything you want there to make it yes. healthy decision making i mean let's just be honest we we make decisions sometimes that uh, yeah. We take all the responsibility. We're just like, yep, yeah. it's it's me. I'm going to do everything because yeah. you know the old saying, like, if, if yeah. I do it right, I know it'll be done right. Well, that's right. That's, no, that's exactly. Good. That's yeah. good, but it's it's not healthy. And then worrying, you know, obviously, we talked a lot. Of, go ahead. Well, de delegating, you know, it, for the longest time, it, it really took me, uh, I, I can't even put a timeline on it, but it seemed like forever and a day for me. To just get down delegating and realize that if I would surround myself with people that I could trust, mm -hmm. that that I knew they had the same heart that I did about a certain thing that, mm -hmm. you know, I had to go through a time of kind of testing, if you will, to say, OK, if I'm not there, will they make a similar or same decision quality wise for customer service yeah. or for for the well-being of the business in, in general? Will they be able to make a decision that I might make if I were there in person? Yeah. And once you surround yourself with those kinds of people and you pour your life into theirs and, and you begin to sort of just have that over time, you develop those relationships, delegating becomes really just second nature. Like it's mm -hmm. very easy to do. The yeah. problem with, with people not delegating is they don't really have anybody they can trust. And that's the mm -hmm. reason they don't delegate. And so they, they wind up kind of trying to take things on on their own. Yeah. But I just I would encourage people. You know, as you develop other leaders around you in your circle mm -hmm. of influence, you know, the mm -hmm. people that you have an opportunity to affect, you know, if you bring people alongside you that they are, they're like-minded, they have a similar heart that you do for things yeah, yeah. and that you can, you can call on, you know, when the going gets tough, you, you can rely on those people and you can delegate some very important mm -hmm. things to them mm -hmm. that, um, that would allow you to be able to do more by yeah. uh by dividing the responsibility among others that you trust yeah. and um it sounds easy but it really is not that difficult if you commit yourself to that process 
and you have the vision of okay i need to i need to align myself with some people that i can trust that i can pass some things on to um and i just firm i'm, I'm a firm believer in it it has it definitely brought me peace in my own life and certainly in ministry when i you know what as a pastor i'm gonna tell you something now the one of the biggest traps is thinking that you do have to do everything yeah like yeah i mean you yeah. really do and, and and depending on what size church and what the dynamic is there you know sometimes you just feel like you have got to do every single thing yeah. and after a while you learn that okay you can keep doing this but you're you're not gonna run the the race in an mm -hmm. endurance fashion you're going to be running a sprint and you're going to have to rest a lot yeah. and and so um yeah but anyway some good things good. i have applied along the way that have taught me about you know making decisions that have helped me yeah. to overcome or avoid being burned out in the first place yeah yeah absolutely yep. we actually we would jump into talking we were going to give three or four ways that we yeah. can lead and not get burned out you hopped right in i, I yeah. love it you hopped right into yeah. delegate and delegating is important but i will tell you yeah. the, the lie behind delegating here's the here's yeah. the number one lie behind delegating yeah. is if i delegate then i'm am i gonna be as important do I, am i not yeah. needed do they not need me anymore do i not yeah. feel like i have any self-worth yeah. um you know and we could go completely right left side and and, and very spiritual on this and go that is a lie, obviously. Um, right. At least if you're working with the right people in the right organization daily, it, it's a lie because right. delegation is healthy. And, and here's yes. the thing, too. We're talking about living out our leadership and also, yes. you know, helping others win. How how else do you help others win without delegating yeah. things and help yeah. coach them and help them along the way? They're taking yeah. a load off of you and you are totally. adding what? You're adding leadership and development to them. So that's that's, right. that's huge, man. And then second one, uh, we have to the, the ways we cannot uh, the ways we can help not to get burnout is plan. And I know we we can we can go back up and that gets a little bit. It's yeah. a great area because we look at schedule yeah. timelines, decision yeah. making, worrying. That's working, right. And it's like, well, plan sounds simpler, yeah. but but it really is. And what do we mean by plan? So if you are in any area of leadership, I know we talked yeah. about it. Like we hit it a lot. Whether you are a division uh, division one, division two, division one double A, whatever you are. On right. campus athlete leadership, on campus, um, I don't know, uh, you know, top student leader on campus yeah. type thing, high school, yeah, you know, uh, volleyball captain, whatever you are. When you look right. at planning, the first thing you have to tell yourself is, is planning starts ahead, not during the moment. You can't plan when it's happening because That's if right. you're trying to plan when it's happening and now that it's all occurring, it's too late, right? Because it's kind of right. like an escape room type thing, right? We love right. to, you know, the escape room type planning is not the type of planning yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. calendaring. We're talking about making an effective calendar. We're talking about planning things to where you understand it's like, hey, yeah. today, I may, I, may, um, I may be working in the food industry today and my shift is from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So yeah. um, if I'm a leader and I want to meet with some leaders, if I want to meet with some uh, people that are encouraged and want to be developed and want to lead uh, in the business, um, right. what is what is a good plan? Because I can I can plan myself from seven to six and I yeah. can just go, man, I'm just going to talk to every single leader today. And it's right. like, OK, that's that's not planning. That's doing what, Mike? That's checking the boxes off. It's checking you the just boxes off. Yeah, we're yeah. just we're just getting it done because we're getting it done, right? Because if we get yep. it done, we're just getting it done. That's all you're doing. You're just getting it That's done, right. but it's not effective. It's not going to yeah. help you get burnout. Matter of fact, at six o'clock, you know what you're going to feel like, right? Burnout. 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 You're going to feel yeah. burnout. And guess you what? Know, the, go yeah. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, the word the word that comes to mind while you're while you're sharing that, Ted, that and it's a principle that I learned. I don't know, probably 17, 18 years ago now, working at the Enjoy Group for John Maxwell. John, uh, one of the principles that he teaches is to have a personal development plan. And one of the first questions that I was asked when I went to work there is, is what was my personal development plan? And of course I didn't have one. <laughs> and so, so my, my, my answer was not a good one. If I, if I want to work at the enjoyed group, I was going to have to get me one. <laughs> but, the, but, but the term that came right behind that was, was John taught people to be intentional. Mm -hmm. And so when you're intentional, for example, you, you went through these these points a moment ago talking about delegating and mm -hmm. you talked about how, well, you know, a leader can delegate, but they'll feel like they're not needed if they, they delegate those, themselves out of a job, for example. Right. But the true leader 
is not worried about that because they understand that if they intentionally delegate and build leaders around them, they're just going to rise on up to the top. Yeah. And, and what's going to happen is, is, is the, the true compliment is for them to be absent from that organization for 30 days and come back and they say, yeah. well, we, we, we love you, but we really didn't miss you that much because <laughs> you did such a great job of preparing us. We just ran on all cylinders without you being here. Yeah. which really is the ultimate compliment if you're living intentional and you are developing yourself and those around you. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so, you know, so that's, that's delegation and then planning, um, you know, a personal development plan from John's standpoint was teaching you to plan out your personal, how you're working on you, because yeah. let's face it, you know, Jesus said um, the greatest commandment of all, right? Love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength. And, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes we miss that last word in that great commandment. And mm -hmm. we like to say, well, you know, it's not about us and, you know, it's not about self and it's not to a certain extent, obviously, but if you don't develop yourself, you don't have anything to mm -hmm. offer to others. And so I would, I would submit to you that we really need to start at the end of that commandment and work our way back as a leader, we've got to understand that we've got to develop ourselves. That's our relationship with God. That's how we plan our lives. That's how we plan our day, for example. Yeah. And I like, I like to be intentional about that. I have to have a really good um, vision of what the day is going to look like. One of the young men that I mentor, Will, he was sharing with me the last time we met uh, last week. He said to me, you know, I have about a 20 minute time after my prayer time in the morning that I visualize my entire day. And he said, I like to just visualize what I think it's going to look like. You know, when I go to lunch, how many people I have to meet with morning and afternoon, a couple of things I really need to accomplish that day before I come home at night. Um, and not necessarily have it all written down, but just sort of walk away from the house in the morning, you know, tackling the day with an intentional plan and a mindset. Okay, I've kind of got my map where I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. And but yet not be so locked into that, that you can't get pulled to this side or that side and react to some of the things that you need to take care of during that day to help others. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, so. So, yeah, um, that, that, that's just really kind of what's on yeah. my heart about about delegating and really planning and yeah. being intentional, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. just slide this in. I mean, even to the if we're talking to the people, because there's some people out there that are like, all right, Michael. My day starts because I don't remember this, man. My day starts at 4 a.m. and my day starts right. at, you know, I'm an overnight. Here's the thing. However, yeah. I, I did the 4 a.m. thing and it is not pretty, man, because your bedtime yeah. becomes 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Yeah. And it, yeah. it jacks with you, man. It messes with you. But the thing oh, is, yeah. is I started doing some of those things that you were talking about. Will did. I had to do it the night before. So it's like, yeah. hey, and it's not there the same. Go. It's not the same. Yeah. But, you know, before I go to sleep, it's like, all right, I'm going to be up. 4 a.m. I got this going on. I'm visualizing how yeah. this is supposed to go tomorrow. I, right. I love that because I do that yeah. as well. And it's like, it's, sure. it's a, it gives you a little bit of a peace of mind. It may not go that way, but you right. know what? Uh, if it does, it's going to be smooth sailing. And that goes back to what we talked about with, with young people that are, that are learning how to do these things. Yeah. It's learning to take that anxiety and kind of get them going. Okay. I have a plan. It right. might not go this way, but at least I have something I can kind of land the plane on. So exactly, that's, yeah, that's huge. And then three, yeah. let's we happen to delegate yeah. plan, um, Sabbath man. Yeah, and, wow. and this is a hard one because, yeah. and I'll be honest with you, when you look at people who, you know, who don't, I was I was a person that worked in the in the um, the areas of of um, of the industry that you know, I, I didn't I didn't get a chance on Sunday. Sunday was a work day some days and. Right. You had to figure out how to go to church on a Saturday night. Thank God these right. churches, some churches were like, hey, we have a Saturday night service. But yes. when we look at Sabbath, but also not just biblical, but we look at it in terms of what Sabbath means. And just, uh, you know, if a non-believer is saying Sabbath, if I were to look at that and, and you go, I don't I don't go to church. I don't really I don't read the Bible. I don't know what that is. So Sabbath yeah. or just just rest, just yeah. resting. You yeah. got to rest. Yeah. You got to yeah, recharge absolutely. the batteries. And it's yeah. like. You know, well, what does that look like? Because I got to sure. earn money and this isn't a political podcast, but let's just be honest. Nowadays, yep. people are just chasing and chasing and chasing and going, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. I can't get enough. Yep. It's yeah. just important. Sabbath is one that if you don't do it, burnout is, is there's the blinking lights happening. Yeah. ASAP. So let's, let's talk about principle just for a moment, you know, and you're, so, you're totally right, Dan, no matter, no matter where you are, you're watching this podcast tonight and. He'd say, well, you know, um, 
I don't know much about Christianity. I'm not really into the church thing. <laughs> I really don't even go to church, right? right. Um, the one thing that we cannot escape, no matter who we are, is, is if you're living and breathing and you have a pulse right now and you're watching this podcast, you're created in the image of Almighty God. And, that, and that's that's the blueprint by which we were all created. Okay, so if if God created the heavens and the earth in six days and He rested on the seventh, then that is in our DNA to do that. Mm-hmm. And yep. so ev- eventually, uh, it's sad but true. Uh, we have to experience the consequences of not pulling back and mm-hmm. resting properly, and it mm-hmm. takes a negative toll on our health. It takes a negative toll on obviously our performance. It takes a negative toll on our ability to perform and produce an income and 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 to do well on on whatever our job or vocation may be. Yeah. And so we are going to experience the negative consequences of that. And so I say all that to say this: we all need to abide by this principle that rest is a good thing. Yeah. And and, and we we got to program our lives so we can pull back and schedule that time instead of thinking that well more is better right. actually uh, you know i've heard the old adage you know work smart and not hard you know all those old cliches yeah. that we used to share but um it, it really is true and i think yeah. we all have to experience it have the wake-up call in our own way to understand that hey i need to take some time here because uh burning the candle at both ends can only last for yeah. a certain length of time yeah I totally yeah. agree. And I'll, I'll add something to this. And it's not, yeah. you know, it's not the way, but I will tell you that I've seen it happen time and time again. You know, the old saying, if you um, if you work with your hands, Sabbath with your mind. If you work with your mind, if you're just a thinker all day long, you know, yeah. Sabbath with your hands. And I guess what I'm saying is, is if you think you're Sabbathing, if you think you're resting, if you're a, yeah. if you're a mechanic and your yeah. your Sabbath is on day seven to go do some favors for people and work on their right. cars. That's right. not rest. That's, that's just not being, rest. Yeah. 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 That's not rest. That's true, so yeah, that's true, um, I know it's hard, but you need yeah. it. I, mean, I sometimes have to just look at myself and go, you know what? Um, I just got to, I just got to clear my mind. I just have to watch some TV. I'm not a big TV yeah. watcher. I yeah. even sometimes look and I'm like, okay, like I don't even like anything on TV. And that will usually chase me just to being like, oh, it's because you don't yeah. need to watch TV. It's because really you just need to clear your mind. You just need yep. to read a book. You need to, I don't sure. say take a nap, but just have we ever just thought about just just being still, just yeah. being still? And if you are a believer, you know what I'm talking about because it's just like, yeah, be still because God can do more with seven. Yeah, I'm sorry, God can do more with six than six. you can do with seven. You can that's, do with seven. Yeah, right there. so totally uh, yeah, true. That yeah, that was important. So delegate, yeah. plan, Sabbath, and the last one, caring accountability. And let's just be honest, that's with us, and yeah. that's with leading people. Because you gotta, I mean, we can go so many different avenues with this because let's just be honest as a leader, when you look at people and you look at burnout in their lives and you see it, and this is not by no means leaders experience it too, but as a, as a leader, we're talking about ways we can help others win as well. And so carrying accountability is sometimes sitting down with that person and going, Hey, everything we're talking about, like you got to delegate those things. You know, it's not, it's not. You know, in the, the old terms of the James Earl Jones, what delegates? Yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's not this daunting thing. It's like you can care, no. you can care about their well-being. You can want them to not experience this, but you can also be accountable because, like, there is schedules, there is yeah. timelines that have to be met. There are things that have to happen. You're gonna worry, but but here's the thing: there's a lot different than just sitting somebody down and go. If you don't, if you don't figure this out, man, you're just gonna, you're just gonna, I don't know. You're just going to yeah. go into a, I don't know, man, like they just, the daunting words you hear. And it's like, you don't have to do that. You can care yeah. about people, but you can hold them accountable and go, if, if, if you do these things the right way, um, yeah. I care about you. So I want you to know what I'm seeing and what I'm, and what's going on. And also in our personal lives, we have to yeah. care and be accountable to what you got to step back. You got to look at people and go, Hey man, why don't you, you know, today, why don't, why don't you come over and, you know, it's, it's, we're talking about Sabbath right now, but why don't you come over and let's uh let's hang out and I, i've been needing my we'll go back to the mechanic i've been needing my car worked on maybe you can come over right. we watch the nfl game and then you can look at my car are we right. going to watch the nfl game or are we <laughs> do you need me to look at your car and so right. carrying accountability there is to be like hey man i would love to look at your car but i'm gonna have to here we go i'm gonna have to plan efficiently next week and schedule and make sure i can get that in because today i really just need to take some me time Ooh, yeah yeah man you just there gave you that person you showed them how to do it and you did it for yourself so 
That's right. I think it's just That's extremely right. important. So delegate, yeah. plan, yep. Sabbath, caring, accountability, huge, Absolutely. huge things we can do to help people win in the area of burnout. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, kind of to just land the plane tonight, right? Uh, I feel like yeah. we've been cruising. Uh, we've been cruising at a good altitude, and let's yeah. let's really try to land the plane on this because sure. I feel like this is the number one thing now that yeah. I feel like working for the organization I do and I get to lead every day is 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 this question right here is is gotcha. um, that I read that it's not really a question it's just a statement but the, but the top yeah. reason that many workers leaders put anything in there workers leaders just people in general quit and just stop cold turkey and just give up is because they're being overworked and there and there's lack of support and there's lack of yeah. recognition from leadership yeah. Like mm. there's, there's not a pat on the back. There's not an attaboy at a girl. There's not yeah. a, Hey, what we just talked about caring accountability. Are you, are you a leader that can, that can yeah. create a culture where it's like, I'm going to tell you that what you need, but I'm not just going to bark it at you from across the, 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 the room type thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so the discussion we want to kind of have around this is yeah. why is it so important? This is landing the plane tonight on burnout. Why is it so important as we lead people daily? To, to create a culture of healthy leadership so that we don't experience the big topic of burnout, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in uh, working with student athletes, whether it's in, you know, uh, the food industry, whether it's in coaching, whether it's in, um, I, I don't know, being a mechanic, whether it's working with yeah. teams that work in business structures and cubicles and you don't see them, but you're working with them. But it just sometimes it's just what creates that whole thing of the anxiety you talk about, Mike. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. like, why is it important that the big culture work in those yeah. things? Why is yeah. it important? Yeah. So a couple of two things come to mind. Number one, we, uh, we feel like a lot of times that all the work and all of the, the effort and all everything that we put into something, and then we get burned out at it. We feel like it was all for nothing. We feel like it was worthless. Yeah. And, and that's why I believe in the two most powerful words in the English language. And that is thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, I yeah. have gotten more of a positive. You can see people's countenance change. You just you'll see people who look defeated when you walk up on them. You know, people who are like, let's say they, they're, they're, they're like a custodian in a public mm -hmm. place that you visit, you know. Uh, and they're mopping a floor or maybe they're sweeping out from under you in a restaurant or whatever. And you just look at them and say, hey, I just want to tell you, thank you for what you do, because mm -hmm. because of your effort, I can eat in a clean environment tonight. And yeah. I'm very thankful for that. And that takes that person from a, probably a, a motivation level of about number three. And it, it sends them all the way up around probably eight or nine, you know, mm -hmm. just in an instant, just by two little words to take time to say that. And I know that sounds probably a little bit uh, cringy, maybe, you know. But really and truly, I've experienced in my life and I know the times in my life when I have felt like, man, is anybody noticing what I'm doing here? You know, yeah, yeah. not that you're not that you're in it for yourself or you want the glory or any of that kind of stuff. But you just kind of you want to know that you're needed yeah, and people yeah. want to know that they're needed and appreciated. And I just uh, I have experienced it so many times when people would just kind of call me over to the side and say, hey, listen, I really appreciate what you do. Yeah, you know, and I, yeah. I notice you doing this and you don't have to do that. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate it. And to me, those things go much further than any type of textbook approach that I could ever take. And yeah. um, so I just have always kind of abided by that principle. Um, and I agree, you know, most people are hardworking people. Matter of fact, most yeah. people are happy. Most people are happier when they're working really hard, to be honest. Mm hmm. You know, it's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of crazy. It would seem like people would just get you know churned and burned and be like, "Man, I'm I'm working so many hours." But if they're doing something they love, they love to work really hard. Most people are hardworking people, but they want to know that what they're doing counts. They don't want to know that the time they're spending is worth it, because many of us, you know, we make sacrifices. We're away from families. We spend a lot of time away from children, you know, away from our homes mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And so. Yeah, I just, I really, I really believe that's the key for me, for me. What yeah. are your thoughts, Dad? No, I, I totally agree. And, and I'll be honest with you, like, when you look at burnout, I kind of, I don't want to stray too far off, but I really thought that culture was huge and it was important in this because yeah. in anything you do, Mike, it's like all the things that are added to it 
you know, you add all these things to, and I keep going back over this, you know, your schedule, your timelines, worrying, your workload, yeah. decision-making. And it's like, all these things are going in your factoring. And, and if you're a, yeah. if you're a boss, as you per se, leader, or just, right. I, I don't like the word boss. I just like I the word leader. And yeah. as those people like, it's like, if you don't look at it's it's like the burnout comes from these things, but the thank yous, the care, the, Hey, yeah. listen, what's going on with you right now? Hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Is there anything I can do? You know, and sometimes just, just being quiet and listening. And we're not, I'm not saying that leaders have to be solve every problem and we're not, we can't always help the exact problem, but sometimes the care is to understand that we, we are dealing with people. We're not That's dealing, right. I mean, with all the, yeah. the, the AI and all this other stuff in the world right, right. now, you know, yeah. it's just like, Hey, these are, real people and every single job in the world is important yeah it's a yep. puzzle piece to how it's a puzzle piece to how we are wound right as as a population and what yep. we do because it's yep. just as important the person who because let's just be honest let's let's take the, the restaurant business it's just as important that the environment be clean as it is for the guests to feel like they're in a place yep. where they, they they feel like oh well these people are nice yeah. nice and clean i can that's right. can be nice but if but if no. if it's if it's dirty i'm gonna be yes. like mm, i don't know i'm gonna nicely i'm gonna say thank you but i'm gonna nicely leave there's just a and lot it, of things in factors it yeah it comes from the delivery and the development of that person as well because what i i, I love a culture where everybody there is on the team right yeah. they're on the they're on the team and so if we were to start ranking jobs, we'd say, okay, well, we have a guy who cleans the bathrooms and he sweeps the floors and mops and he takes out the trash. Yeah. And, and then we have a guy who he pressure washes the parking lot every night, for example. Yeah. Um, and then we got have a guy who sits in the office and he he adds up everybody's hours and he makes sure mm -hmm. everybody gets a paycheck, right? right. And then, right. We have, then we have people say in the restaurant business that, that cook the food. And then we have right. people at the front counter, they serve. And you, you look through all of those different titles and, and team positions and you say, okay, which one's most important? Well, all of them are. All of them. Yeah. All of them are. And the reason being is because the guy that cleans the floors and takes out the trash adds just as much to the customer experience as the person who's writing the paycheck. Yeah. And so yeah. we have to have a perspective. And I think that when we develop leaders, we don't we we can't look at the outward shell or just think, well, you know, the only person here that can lead is, you know, the manager you know type mm -hmm. of person no yeah. no you can you can develop this type of culture in every single person and frankly i believe just what john maxwell used to say I, uh you know he he had a great statement and he said everything rises and falls on leadership mm -hmm. and it's just so true and it's how you develop all the people in your organization and not just a few at the top yeah but if you develop all of them i think of how parents mentor their own children you know mm -hmm. If you have a if you have a child, a high school student, for example, that's struggling in school, they need to have a proper perspective as to why they need to work hard. They need to understand yeah. that what they're doing, what they're doing today is paving the way for their future later. Yeah. And when yeah. they think of it in, in those terms, they're thinking, oh, I'm sewing ahead rather yeah. than, oh, I, I just got to go to school today and I've got to do this. And so I think in that personal development, we have to really educate people why they're important, why they're needed you know, why their job is so important. And those types mm -hmm. of things really make people appreciate the fact that they are needed. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, you know, it gives them value and, mm -hmm. and it, it lets them know they are adding value to the whole process and the mm -hmm. end goal. And yeah. Um, yeah, just feel real strongly about it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And that, that culture is going to create a system where no matter what you do, I feel like it's going to help alleviate the burnout because let's just be honest, man. You know, sometimes when you're in the worst of when it's the worst of worst and you feel like you can't do enough, when you feel like, right. I mean, whether you're working in the food industry, whether you're an athlete, whether you, you know, it's a yeah. tie ball game or you're down by a touchdown and you throw that right. pick and you're like, and the coach could come over there and he can look at you and be like, oh, well, you know, same yeah. old junk, same old stuff. That's or, right. you know, that, hey, yeah, we'll get them next time. No, I'm not going to say it was okay, but I am yeah. going to tell you like, look, it happened. It's done. Now I got to yeah. figure out how to help you learn from this and how to get you in a spot where you can win next time. Right. And so yeah. that's culture is huge. It kind of just, it's the pull and tug, right? We push, yeah. we push, we push. That's when burnout happens. And when we yeah. get the, the caring culture 
and creating the culture where people can feel like, hey, like I can, like, I got people that care. I got people that look at me and go, hey, thank you for what you do. You're doing an incredible yes. job. That's the pullback right. that keeps us balanced yep. a little bit more. Um, Truett Cathy once said this. He said, you know, and as far as culture is concerned, is yeah. how do you know someone needs encouragement? And he said it's because they're breathing. They literally are breathing wow. because everybody yeah, man. needs encouragement. Yes. Everybody it is so true. a culture of encouragement and a culture that they can go, hey, when I'm when I'm going at it, when I'm going at it hard, I have to have leaders that can encourage me, that can care for me, that can yes. go, hey, like, you need to pull back, hey. And maybe sometimes it's that caring accountability of, hey, like, your schedule is yep. just a little out of whack. All these different right. things. They yeah. all they all kind of encompass you know how yep. we land the plane tonight and going look ah. burnout is a huge leadership topic it's real yes. but um we want to we talked about what creates it but what we want to leave with tonight is the four things that are going to help us get it out of there and that's you know effectively doing those four things we talked about with delegating yep. planning sabbath that's right. having caring yep. accountability for ourselves yep. and also yep. others but also remembering that you know as a leader, we want to create that culture for other people. And we right. also, let's just be honest, we love being in that culture too, because That's right. I don't care what you say, man, like the top level. And if you, and I will say this too, because this is very important because it will get to the point. I know for, for instance, um, in, in, in the, in the, in the business I work in, whether you're the, you know, there's you, the guy that it's like, well, who's like, who do I go to? Like, who do I go to for encouragement? Where is that? You gotta have, right. if, if you, if you don't have anybody above you, in the leadership yeah. chain at your business or ministry or whatever yeah. you're doing is mentors find some mentors that are speaking into your life that can yeah. encourage you that can care for you and that can create because you know as yeah. leaders sometimes it's like yeah so if you're a, a shift leader on your job and you're like i'm responsible yeah. for these people and then those people are responsible for these and it's like all right you hit this person you're that one person yeah. and you're like well who's that for me well, yep. unfortunately, you got to find some mentors that are speaking into your life that are doing these things that are helping yep. you get to a point where you don't feel like you're just like, all right, I'm done with it. I got to go do something yep. else. That's um, right. So it's crucial. Totally man. It's really crucial. And I'll end with this. Well, um, yep. go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. No, you know, I was just going to say, Ted, you know, we, we uh, one of the greatest things we have as uh, with our fellow man is called common ground. Mm hmm. And, you know, it's, it's something about finding out that I'm not the only one. You know, when, when you find out, you know, it's one of the reasons that we love our Christian fellowship, for example. We go to church and assemble with God's people and we have conversation with one another. We, we find out there mm -hmm. that we're not the only ones, right? right. And you, so you have people in your organization, they're experiencing burnout. The first thing I think we really need to be doing is being honest with ourselves mm -hmm. and with others and say, hey, me too. OK, right, like right. like uh, th this is not something I've totally mastered yet. I'm working on it. I'm a lot better at it than I used to be, but I'm very familiar with what you're experiencing. So do you mind if I share with you a few things that I've used to kind of deal with this? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I and I think, you know, asking people's permission instead of trying to tell them, you know, hey, you need to do this and just kind of sort of sound like you're micromanaging their life, so to speak. But yeah. We do well to just let people know, hey, I, I know what you're feeling. Right. I get it. And um, you're not the only one. And sometimes just people learning that, that's an eye opener for them. They're like, oh, okay, well, I don't feel so bad. Now, sometimes people feel guilty about being burned out. They'll start thinking about, well, they'll start second guessing the field of choice. You know, did I really choose the right career path? You know, am yeah. I in the right job for me right now? All these different things. Mm -hmm. When really, if they'll go back and they'll keep a balance, like we've talked about tonight, if they'll go back and they'll yeah. try to balance in all of those key areas. And I really feel like I'm so glad you put in there Sabbath. I'm so glad we talked about rest because I'm telling you, man, it is such a trap. People who are leaders want to overachieve in the first place. Great <laughs> leaders, just they're on the go all the time because they want to they, they want to run when everybody else is sitting down. You know, mm -hmm. they want to get they want to get a little further ahead when everybody else is sort of taking a little break yeah. and and really in the long run, if you'll pull back and rest and pace yourself, yeah. and this is where I, this is where I believe a personal relationship with God comes in, you know, to play among other things is just really being able to understand that I don't have to get anxious, that mm -hmm. I'm not the one here that's doing all of the producing yeah. that I get to run my race that's set before me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I can do that at, at a certain, I can do it at my own pace. I don't have yep. to run just because somebody else is cracking the whip, you know? 
Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, but that that's that's really kind of if if we're landing the plane, that's where I touch down at right there, man. That's the stuff yeah. that I'm really passionate about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. So good, man. Hey, this has been extremely fun, extremely exciting. The yeah. topic might not be the it's it, it's a topic that needs to be talked about because it's something yeah. as we lead and as we learn to lead others that is real it, it's real it happens um the you know i've been standing by this quote a long time that the world doesn't yep. have a, a people problem it has a leader problem right now and mm -hmm. so the biggest mm -hmm. thing yes. i want the, this podcast to be a blessing to is the fact that um you know it's not just the leadership that you know it's the leadership that you go and activate and live out because yep. If the world, if there's not a problem with people, pe people are just waiting on leaders that have effective ways of looking at burnout and looking at addressing these things. And believe me, you could lead two people. You could lead, you could lead 222 people. At That's the right. end of the day, somebody's got to step up and lead so that, so that we can affect it in a positive way, because there could be 221 yeah. of them that are experiencing the burnout that we're talking about. So as right. we close tonight, um, I do want to say this is, um, you know, as we look at the workplace, when they talked about for the most part that um, we talked about that it, when things were just not going well and most people experiencing this in their job, uh, this mm -hmm. may be hard to swallow. But I will tell you this right now where you're at in your life is if, if you learn to love your work, you'll never work again. And that's what yeah, I would say sure. to you is look at the people around you. Look at the caring yeah. accountability around you. Look at the people that care for you. And, and am I saying I know. I get it. We're in times that it's just like, hey, Ted, hey, Mike, I, I can't just jump to this. I can't just right. jump to that. Not saying do that. Yeah. We're being yeah. real. But realistically, yeah. also, it's OK to challenge and sit down with the leaders and go, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Like you said, make it known. This is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling burnout. I'm working. I'm yeah. working hard. I'm doing right. this. This is what yeah. I need. I need from you as a leader. I feel like I'm leading my team. But the areas I need you as I need some out of boys. I need some, yeah. some some care. I, I don't need to be babied. I just need That's to right. know sometimes that I'm doing a good job. And so with that, you'll learn to be in a culture where you can love what you do and you don't feel like you go to work. There's two things you're going to do a lot of in life, and that's work and that's sleep. So you better love your yep. job and that's you right. better learn how to get some sleep. Yeah. So, um, right, so with that being said, Mike, thank you so much hey. for being a part of this burnout, yeah, living it out yeah. and not burning out was our topic Absolutely. tonight. This was yeah. cool to talk about uh, in closing. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Um, we're going to have more of these, I think, yeah. uh, here and there. Um, love having you on. It's really cool to do this, too, yeah. as brothers. Yep. And so yeah, I man. hope everybody enjoyed tonight. Uh, any final words tonight before we get off? Yeah. Well, first, I just want to congratulate you, Ted, um, for just being courageous and stepping out here with this. I mean, so many people need to hear about leadership in general um and really truly from a biblical perspective and so i'm just excited about the track that you're on i'm really excited about what god's put in your heart for this vision and um so yeah my prayers are with you man i'm so glad i got the honor of being on your first uh episode here so real exciting and i I'll definitely be praying for you as you go along thanks man yeah episode yep. one coming to a close until then be safe and remember how we lead in a positive way today will determine the change in the world tomorrow so go live it out. Have a great night, everybody. Yes. Yep. Peace.